Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yes. So you know how the modern pitcher, butcher, yes, moved to Danvers. I'm getting this much better in my left ear. Are you? I forget it. Who cares? Yeah. You mean the ear where you have the pad on the headphones still? Maybe that's part of why. So here's my thing. So the person, it's owned by a couple. Okay. And the woman's name is Lisa Nichols. Okay. And she and I. Our friends on Facebook, mm-hmm. and she is friends with almost everybody I worked with at 96.9. So I wonder if she came from there, if, if she's a former, I don't know what she would have been, salesperson, uh, production person, promo person, I don't know. But maybe she listens. Lisa, if you listen, uh, let me know. Do we know each other? Wouldn't be romantic, Alice. Okay. I mean, Sally. I mean, Alice. I mean, it's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering because there was Connect so many. With Lisa. That was for a for a radio company. That or was Linda, Lisa or Linda. I think it's Lisa. Okay, I just I can't remember. It's very. It was just a very like familial and fr- familial radio company. Like it kind of so the, everybody kind of got along mm-hmm. for the most part there, um, some exceptions. But um, so just, uh, I'm wondering. Got to find this out. Plus, we got to have the modern butcher on the other thing. Fun employment, Alice. You familiar with fun employment? Um, I don't think unemployment is fun. Well, I'm going to read you a couple of, this is, um, in the Wall Street Journal, they wrote about fun employment in the opinion section. They just, they grabbed like four zillennials and they said, um, what are your thoughts on fun employment? And they all know what it means. Fun employment means. Now I'm going to read the two about that, that, um, that are into fun employment. Okay. This is Eli Thrasher, Dartmouth College, Politics, Philosophy, and Economics. I don't love him already, but that's fine. He says, we're coping. Our generation has been sold a lie. Irresponsible. So fun employment is when you're just effing around. Instead of getting a job, you're just screwing around. You're just hanging out. Right. So so I should probably just read start here. Um, in this future view, students discover, discover fun employment, a term used... By Gen Z, um, by Gen Z, um, glamorizing it, and it's when you just screw around and and hang out and party and go like follow Taylor Swift or whatever. Okay. We're coping, says Eli. Our generation has been sold a lie. Irresponsible fiscal and monetary policies from politicians have caused mm-hmm. the economy to stagnate. We were we were not responsible for the kick. Wait, isn't it a fantastic jobs market though? Like better than ever. He was sold a lie, Alice. A lie. Our generation has been sold a lie. Remember when when we all propagated that lie to the zillennials? Don't tell <laughs> I'm them. Not, I'm Don't just tell not them. sure I Let's understand. Give them false expectations. There actually was high unemployment when millennials graduated from college. Right. Uh, not they were so sold much. a lie too. Well, but. 
there's actually like a lot of job mm-hmm. listings right now and very low unemployment right now. And in There's no reason to be unemployed. In, in 1991, when I got out of high school and I went into the working world in Time Magazine had or Newsweek had Eddie Vedder in the front, um, we were like, yeah, man, we were sold alive by Reagan and Bush. Eight years of Reagan and Bush, 12 <laughs> years. Now we have a national debt, man, whatever. We were, everybody was sold alive. Okay, right. Eli, but hey, let's keep going here. We were not responsible for the kick the can stimulus packages. Is Eli proud of this so far? Like we we we've taken he's taken a direct hit by two cliches. He can't seem to get past them, or a prolonged zero interest rate environment. Yet we're the ones paying the price. Oh, generational victimhood is in my generation did it too. We're the ones paying the price, man. Companies we have dreamed of working for have instituted hiring freezes and layoffs, most of which specifically target junior positions. I also Maybe got out of high school right into a reception. Have... recession. Maybe it's because you suck and you don't have any marketable skills. Did that ever occur? Because it Dartmouth seems to college. me it's like the best possible. Isn't Dartmouth an Ivy League college? Isn't? Companies we have know. dreamed of working for have instituted hiring freezes and layoffs. Most of which specifically target junior positions. Now, when I was needing to get a job in in Newport, yeah, it is, I guess. When I, when I was needing to get a job in Newport Beach, California, um, in Huntington Beach, what I did is walk down Huntington Ave, I guess it is, that spans from the beach like four miles in, and I I applied at every single business, and there was nobody was hiring, nobody was hiring. I tried, I I applied at El Pollo Loco, I applied at um, Car. Um, dealerships. I applied at gyms. I applied at every business I came to, other right. than like hairdresser kind of places. I applied everywhere. Nobody hired. And then I went into Newport Beach and I applied at every place I could come to there. I, nobody was hiring. And then I went to Balboa Island and I went into a little market called the Hershey Market and I applied there. And the guy said, "This is excellent luck." The guy, my guy, my full timer, just went off. No call, no showed. To go surfing in Hawaii. So, yes, can you come back at 8? <laughs> and, of course, I thought he meant 8 the next morning. He had meant 8 that night, so I missed that. But, <laughs> but, but so, so like, you apply to your 100 places, and then you just keep applying until you get a job. Yeah. There's no, the companies are hiring freezes. You know what you do if a company has a hiring freeze? You, you apply there anyway. You get hired. That's what you do. There's no, because not- even when there's a hiring freeze... Especially at big companies, it just means like they're still going to fill positions that they need because right. people come and go all the time from big companies. Right. But- so there's still always going to be open positions, even when there's a hiring freeze for like new positions, because somebody in a critical role is going to quit to go on maternity but- leave and they'll need to hire somebody. You just apply everywhere yes. and then eventually you get a job. Let That's me, how let me this goes. Here. Fun employment. This is Eli Thrasher. Fun employment right. is a, is not a concept conceived by recent graduates out of glee. It's a coping mechanism <laughs> necessary for graduates facing today's job market. The majority of graduates work uh, without work followed the recipe. They chose the right major and did the work. But in today's job market, that doesn't matter, and graduates won't be given a real chance. Did they choose the right major? Apparently not. Yeah, apparently not. Yes, because indeed. the people who chose the right major have jobs. Exactly. <laughs> now I they mean, might like... not be um, politics, philosophy, and economics um, uh, central uh, centralized um, uh, diploma on that track that Eli Thrasher. Yeah, you on. know how I know it's not that hard to get a job because the percentage of people who are looking for a job who can't find one, which is called the unemployment rate, is very very low. Right. So uh, he didn't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't do it out of glee, hanging around just smoking weed and being. He's a not loser. having fun just for fun. Right. We have grown up through war. Not really. No, you've grown up. Does, through, was he I, in a war? No. Did he go to college on the GI Bill? Because I no. think a lot of places are probably willing to hire him if he's been through a war. When I think of the battle, if of Fallujah, he's a veteran, I think, you know what? <laughs> At least it's not Dartmouth College. No, really. I'm. Se- how can he say he's been through a war? He has, man. He One went on. He had to look at. T- <laughs> he had to watch TV and see that there was uh, coverage from Iraq. We have grown up through war, financial crises. But first of all, 
the financial crises I don't think devastated the Thrashers, considering he's at Dartmouth. Wait, and when did he graduate from Dartmouth? Just now? He's just, yeah, I guess so. Because wasn't the financial crisis like 15 years ago? Yeah, but he grew up through it. You remember? So when he was like... Kids had to leave home. So and, when and he was the, like seven years old. Put the stick and, and, and jump on trains. When he was like seven years panhandle. old, there was, a, right. there was a financial crisis when he was like a little so kid. We've grown up through war, financial crises, bubbles, and scandals. You Wait, know how did scandals impact him? He grew up through them. Wait, I'm confused. Do you know what scandal? Do you know what generally most Americans who have made successes out of themselves have grown up through? Wars, financial crises, bubbles, and scandals. Exactly. And but Eli feels it's a singular experience to him. You don't get it. Nobody older than me gets it. We've seen and studied. It's basically the Dust Bowl of Dartmouth College right now. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is beautiful. This is why this is the this is beautiful. We've seen and studied older generations' mistakes. Oh, Um, sounds like you didn't though. (laughs) uh, The older generations aren't fun employed right now. (laughs) Watch them create a more divided country and felt the effects of as the U.S. U.S. loses grounds on the world stage. I know I'm not alone in thinking Gen Z can do better, and we want our chance. But for now, how about a job, please? First of all, Eli Thrasher would suck as an employee. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you putting this upon me? Every night you keep telling me, asking me to to uh, serve this food to people and pass them off. Every night you're asking me to work for you as if I work for you. I just want the compensation part, man. I've been through war and bubbles and scandals. (laughs) If he's been through war, then I would think most of the jobs that are out there would be like relatively easy and, uh, you know, not stressful by comparison. So, by the way. (laughs) By the way. One of the persons is called, one of the people who studied this. I'm sorry, one of the people who writes, one of these millennials, is named Ann Huang, H-U-A-N-G, University of Virginia Law. As an immigrant, I find that fun employment, in, how do you think she feels about it? Um, immigrant, Ann Huang. I think she feels that it's made up and stupid. She feels like uh, that it is remarkably a waste of time because she's out achieving. She's out doing yeah. stuff. She has a law degree and... Yes. Uh, and she's using it. Yeah. Well, Eli's is still suffering his PTSD from the war he was never in. <laughs> she, she, she ends hers. Ultimately, fun employment seems to be a rebranding done by those with the ability to take time off. But the reality is that markets are tough and finding a job is even tougher. For many of us, fun employment is a distant dream. So listen to this one. Here's my second one. Lazy or strategic? In contrast to the popularized view of media outlets and older family members... <laughs> that was me around and older the, family yep, members. Around the dinner table. The, concept, the concept of fun employment can be a constructive, healthy, and empowering tool for young profess- professionals. Because of its association with laziness and privilege, fun employment gets misconstrued as a negative way to spend one's free time after completing school. But if implemented appropriately, taking time to be fun... Is this just what they used to call a gap year? Which is for uh, rich kids to like yes. travel or whatever who don't have to get a job because yes, they have no bills? A, but this is an open-ended gap year. <laughs> it's a gap eternity. But if... But if but if unemployed, if but if implemented appropriately, taking time to be fun employed can be a strategic and effective option for those who are waiting for an opportunity to start their professional lives. You're waiting for an opportunity, <laughs> huh? You better keep on waiting for that opportunity. That and the jackalope will be around any time now. Yeah, I read something great lately. What are you um, doing at home in sitting by the pool waiting for with, an opportunity with, uh, with, with your thirty pack of Bud Light every day? Just waiting for an opportunity to come by the pool but and think, take me out of here. <laughs> no, but I think it's such a great point because I was thinking about this. I read something the other day that was saying that like all these successes in life are a lagging indicator of all this stuff that you didn't see that went into that. Like 
having a great body is a lagging indicator of going to the gym. It doesn't mean that the person went to the gym that day. It's a sign of a right. whole bunch of stuff that happened for a long time beforehand. People having a job is a lagging indicator of all the time they put in applying for jobs. That's the great opportunity point. didn't just show up. And I mean, I've known people like this. I'm sure you have too. Like there are people that are sure that everybody else got some opportunity that they didn't get that you know, something just happened for them. But I mean, and, and I'm not going to say that luck doesn't play a part in how your life goes. Obviously, there's things that are lucky and things that are unlucky. But there are way, 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 way more things that even though it's extremely boring happen to you because of a lot of decisions that you made over a very long period of time. Right. Like we were talking the other day because um, we were listening to that uh, Glenn Lowry and um, who was it? Was it McMore McWater? John McWater. On? Yeah. Um, who was on that podcast. And they were talking. I mean, they were talking in particular about reparations, but which isn't really where I want to go in particular. But that but one of the parts that I thought was so interesting was they talked about like there there are a bunch of people out there who are convinced that there's you know, a bunch of chits on a board and, like, they've been distributed this way and you can just move them back around and, like, start things over. And it doesn't work that way. The things are the way they are. Not a partial... There's a little bit of it that's luck. Mm -hmm. But much, much more of it is because people have built up skill sets and the ability to gain wealth over time and stability over time. And all these things, which is why you have people win the lottery. That's why the lottery doesn't make people generationally wealthy. Right, of course. The lottery makes people wealthy for six months, and then they're immediately back to being poor. Because because the the wealth didn't just show up for the people that are wealthy all the time. They're they're wealthy because and you know, when wealthy people win the lottery, they become even more wealthy because they understand the habits that it takes to become right. and stay wealthy, including working hard, including, you know, spending money frugally, inclu including all these different things, including having a stable family life, in all all these decisions that go into this stuff, you know, they all build up over a very long period of time but that's like the attitude that you hear in this article i'm waiting for the opportunity to come to me opportunities don't just show up in your lap people hustle and work really hard for a long period of time to create yes. opportunities and sometimes people hustle and work really hard and things don't work out for them too and, and sometimes and people Huang, do get lucky Huang does not know the meaning of wait for the opportunity Right. It's like it's it's like for the same reason why you can't do an SAT prep course and ace the SAT. Why all those courses have, you know, very small score differentials because the SAT is testing things like your vocabulary knowledge, which is built up over time by like mm -hmm. reading lots of stuff. And you can't make up for a lifetime of decisions and choices in one test prep course. But ev almost everything works that way. Like I said, like going to the gym, having a stable family life, have uh, you know, building wealth, all that stuff is the long-term result of lots of tiny little decisions that you make for years and years of your life. And every day that you get up and sit by the pool being fun employed is another day that you're not making an opportunity for yourself. It's, you know, and it's not to say well, that, it's not to say that like taking a day off is bad. It's the over time, long-term habit that adds up to something. But, you know, like I say, it's like with, well, it's all, like with going to the gym or how you eat, right? Like some people are always on a cheat day, and well, some well, people <laughs> you're exactly right about that. Like you know, um, I'm gonna start a diet tomorrow, or um, I'll quit I'll drinking tomorrow. Cake, right? I'll just whack this cake out uh, right now, and I'll get better next week. Or you know, it, it you will find. I mean, you look at Eli, and mm -hmm. 
his three paragraphs are filled with reasons why he's quit. And he's right. just started life. Our generation has been sold a lie. Irresponsible fiscal it's monetary not policies. It's late, the Eli. Can. Stimulus projects, <laughs> packages, prolonged zero interest rate, rate environment. Uh, comp- you know, um, we've grown up to war, financial crisis, bubble scandal. He's got a thousand reasons that he'll give you for why right. he can't win. I can't. Or like the communist Thanks. coffee shop guy. The lack of generational wealth and the, the investors wouldn't invest in me. See? There was lack of access to capital for me. No. Well, at there least was the communist coffee guy... Started a coffee shop. Yeah, at least, he did. I mean, at least he's a moron, but at least he's... <laughs> at least he, like, he, he did some things, apparently. But okay, if implemented appropriately, this is the person waiting for uh, an opportunity. This is um, Elizabeth Grace Coyne. Mm-hmm. Sacred Heart University. So she's waiting. Yes. Um, I plan on being fun employed this summer, and in addition to waiting patiently for replies to submit a job application, she's going to wait patiently. She's willing to give them a little time. I'll wait patient. I'll be patient for you to give me what I deserve, the the um, the accommodations that I deserve because I went to I spent I four years at Sacred Heart. Every time that I like desperately wanted a job, whether I had another job that I was trying to get out of or what, I think every time that I did that, I was applying to somewhere in the neighborhood of like ten to twenty jobs a day, in addition to like my day job. I was doing that. Right. But that's that's what you need to be doing. So, but Elizabeth Grace Coyne is going to wait patiently for replies to submit okay, a duplication. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be, I'll be patient about it. She's got all the time in the world. Might as well be patient about it. Maybe patience is not what she needs right now. Maybe a sense of urgency is what she needs. Right. But I get the feeling Elizabeth Grace Coyne, um, in the, in the, the waspy households in which she dwells, I think it's probably acceptable that she just bum around. Um, I will be using the time off to sharpen my technical skills. I don't know what that means in terms of communications and public relations, which she's in. Pick Wait, up pick up old hobbies. Communications and public relations, she needs uh-huh. to sharpen her technical skills? Yes. What could you possibly do in your spare time to sharpen your she's, communications technical skills other than be in communications? Uh, right. <laughs> She, I, I plan to using my time off to sharpen my technical still, skills, pick up old hobbies. Well, that's good for her. Wow. Well, that's great that she's going to learn how to do a origami like she used to ten years ago. But I'm not sure that's a great use of her time. I'm going to pick up old hobbies. Do you not know even, what else you can do you know, while you learn origami? You know what? You can have a job. Uh, how about? I yes. know people who are extremely into origami who also work right. high skilled jobs. How about a new hobby? Where they pay you by the hour. <laughs> I'm going to pick up old hobbies and nurture my relationships. Huh. Wow. Lucky for your friends. You'll be nurturing their relationships while you're unemployed. Unfortunately, it's hard to nurture your relationships while some of your friends are gainfully employed. I value my future career. And getting a job has been my top priority. Sounds like it. Uh, along with picking up old hobbies, <laughs> nurturing relationships, fun employment encourages recent grads desperate encourages recent grads desperately seeking employment and structure to work first on building a foundation of personal development and growth. How about you just get a fucking job? <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing is that the problem isn't. That- wait, 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 but also, else work my personal development and growth. Growth. You've had four years off. You've had four years and get Sacred Heart, taking three classes a week. Right. If you're lucky and blessed enough to not need any income because, for example, you live with your parents or whatever it is that Elizabeth Grace Coyne does where she doesn't have to pay her bills, um, you know, you could get like an internship, lots of industries like it. In particular, if you're in communications and you want to work for like a fashion magazine or something, lots of or, you know, lots of places will take unpaid interns um, where you can actually work and they don't pay you. And that probably hones your skills more than hanging around at home by the pool. But, you know, you could also just get a job. And I don't know, maybe I'm weird like that, but. With a few exceptions, mostly due to horrific managers, mm-hmm. um, 
I've liked almost every job that I've had, or at least liked aspects of it, learned things from it, enjoyed things about it. And and you can build your skills and develop yourself by getting almost any job. Like, I think the real problem isn't that they can't find a job. I think it's that they can't find the job that they want. Yes. The one that's all set, that's easy, the one where they get to be cool and have the hours that they want, it's maybe four to five hours a day. Because everywhere they get to bring the dog hiring. in. Because so, everywhere is hiring. And a lot of yes. these, even like low-skill jobs that don't require a degree, pay really, really well now. In some cases, pay better than jobs that require degrees. Right. I can tell you that... When I worked nights at Home Depot, I made more money than uh, people that you hired to be reporters at certain local well, yes. journalism establishments who had advanced degrees in journalism but, and like but, were educated. Right, you're right. But so, so Eli could work at Valvoline right now. They're yeah. looking for people. And but they'll he teach you what better. you need to he know. He's, he's more important than, than that. Than, than the people at Valvoline. Of course, they're... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Err. Better than him. Yes. <laughs> they are working. This is Anne Huang again. As an immigrant, all the keys right here. I think the Wall Street Journal was effing with us a little bit here. As an immigrant, I find that fun employment as a concept feels alien, and it feels separated from the harsh reality of looking for a job to provide for myself and my family. In other words, mommy and daddy aren't taking care of her. She's taking care of everybody. I bet you everybody in the Wang family is. As I prepare to start my second year of law school, I'm on the hunt for a job, perfecting my resume and cover letter, going to more recruitment events, and preparing online applications take up quite a bit of my time. Given the sacrifices my parents made to come to this country and provide for me and my brother, I expect to do well. I don't ever plan to take a long break, excluding the couple of months between taking the bar exam and the typical firm start dates. That is what we call a winner. Yeah. And then she's nothing. Elizabeth Grace she, is going to be wondering <laughs> she's, um, why <laughs> why Ms. Wang is going to be making a lot more money than her and living in a nicer apartment and buying nicer clothes. And she's going to think that life is just unfair. Exactly. Because but there were a lot. Elizabeth, there were many, many years of choices that went into that end result. Anne Wang is not. Working on building a foundation of personal development and growth. She is not. Well, she is, but she right. actually is. She is She's not, not talking up about old hobbies it. or nurturing her relationships. Who knows? She might have hobbies. People who are high achievers and who are focused and who get things done tend to have more time to do other things as well. Have you noticed that? Yes, I do. Yes, I like people. The type of people who are organized enough and type A enough to go to law school and be applying to law firms and attending recruitment events and passing the bar exam tend to also have time to like go to the gym Mm -hmm. and like or like pick up marathon running or other things you know a bunch of them do I've known people who go to law school and also like paint in their spare time they have time to do more stuff because they're more organized with their time and more motivated to get things done yes and sometimes among other reasons is that they're paying for it themselves or just have the value like Wang has of of um, the needing to make her own living. And I'm not saying that, by the way, that I'm like 
that way or no, go no, no. to that. Or but we're not that way. We're, yeah, no, we're, no, we're, no, we're like, Eli's. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I recognize when like things are a result of my own poor choices in yes. life. Like I know that. I'm aware. I know the difference. People who are, you know, there's, it's not 100% true, but, you know, when people say, like, 10% of life is what happens to you and 90% is how you react to it, there is a lot of truth to that. Uh, Correct. Agreed. You know, or as my uh, chemistry professor used to say, uh, succeeding in chemistry is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. You don't like that one? That's too bad. (laughs) Wish you'd get a hobby. Uh, This is my hobby. Okay. Do you want to get to something else, or do you want me to go right to the the GP, chat GPT? The the rise of AI and human extinction Um, in front page. I wanted to mention a few things extremely briefly. One is that it's looking like Chris Christie's going to get into the presidential race. At St. Anne's Helm, right in New Hampshire. He has a super PAC. He's ready to go. He's mm-hmm. jumping in. Oh, that uh, sentence is coming tomorrow, by the way. Um, yeah, I did hear that in Derry. He's going to be You got to talk to Pusha. See if they okay, give us a phone or in the car for five minutes. Okay, I'll see what they can do. Um, Tell them we're huge. We're in huge in New Hampshire. Southern New Hampshire and yep. in Massachusetts. Huge. And we, we do have a lot of New Hampshire fans. So but true. But multiply so that true. by three million. So lie. Okay, I'll work on my lies. Um... So, yeah, he's hired some, like, McCain-Romney people, which that tracks. (laughs) So, I mean, I assume they're going to do just as good a job for him as they've done for others. Um, The scuttlebutt is that he's supposed to be there to beat up Trump. I mean... I mean, he'd he'd have to... It would have to be a total reinvention. I mean, it's not as if the Chris... Well, I mean... Or, I mean, like, I, I do think that a bunch of these people get in to be another person in case DeSantis just implodes, which could happen. Like, Scott Walker imploded in 2016. Or, yeah, that was 2016. 2015, 2016. Um, you know, that some of these... That, you know, DeSantis being the non-Trump frontrunner might not last. And, like, you know, if you're in, you're in. I, I think they should have a pretty substantial cutoff for being in any debates that's my opinion i don't want to see asa hutchinson on a debate stage you know like well i mean just spare me these people i can't take it right like i i don't need them all to be there a thousand of like also rands i just don't need it um i think i think they should keep it pretty tight like not more than five or six people um although i mean more than enough i mean it's going he to be. A, it's going to be can. a zoo. If Trump is in these debates, it's going to be a zoo. Right. I mean, Trump's already a zoo, and he's not even on Twitter, and he's still being a zoo because every time he truths something, everybody mm. tweets it <laughs> for him. Um, this, what did you think about the McEnany stuff? It's stupid. Yeah, he you went got, after Kaylee McEnany, who freaking took bullets for him out there every day. Thirty years old or whatever she was, it, it, she she was a hero. She was fantastic. And she still doesn't really badmouth him. <clears throat> I, I think no, she just read poll numbers that he didn't like. It's on like Fox. that's a bad look for him, and that makes me, you know, that that's you know, he's a mean bully and an a hole to Kaylee McEnany, loyal soldier for him, and he's a sweetheart to Nick Fuentes. Well, and a sweetheart to like Bud Light and Disney and everything else which i understand those aren't everybody's issues right and also i think that he's just going he's just using that against desantis but i've heard him say more bad stuff about kaylee McEnany now than i have about like fauci yeah yeah that'll be a good place to hit him too so so it'll be interesting to see i mean desantis is pushing the like somebody a bunch of people asked him about trump attacking florida and he said he moved his whole family to florida Mm -hmm. which like that's obviously the way to go on that one but it just uh, yeah it'll shape up how it shapes up but i i don't think that trump doing that with kaylee mcenany in particular helps trump no i think kaylee mcenany is one of the people in the administration who gave trish said in the chat trump went after her wtf is wrong with him i mean i agree yeah that's the thing where let me find what he said about her because yeah because he was mad because she went 
uh, she read some poll numbers and he said that they had actually been corrected and she knew that I don't know the truth of the poll numbers or whatever Kaylee Milktoast McEnany just gave out the wrong poll numbers on Fox News I am 34 points up onto Sanctimonious not 25 up while 25 is great it's not 34 she knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll the rhinos and the globalists can have her Fox News should only use real stars so I mean (sighs) but that's that's what it is I mean Jenna Ellis completely sacrificed her career for Trump and the Trump people have been going after her now and calling her Jebba Ellis for, she, she for like weight? months. Oh, Jebba? She, oh, you see. Jenna Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she's always been a little more, uh, has had a tendency to au bon point. Oh, what? Um, au bon point? Um, yeah, yeah. What does it's that fine. mean? Just look it up, I guess. No, but you tell me right now. It means like a little chubbiness. It, but uh, it's in French and it sounds classier uh, than saying pan, the tra- like the bread no. place. Au on en bon point. E m b o n p o i n t. The plump or fleshy part of a person's body. Oh wow! Who knew? I knew. <sighs> yeah. So I mean. It is what it is, but I don't think it's a good look for Trump to be doing that. I like everyone likes when he's a mean bully when they're going after him and he punches back. But like to go after somebody like McEnany, who like in some ways salvaged his presidency at the end of the COVID stuff going into the 2020 election. Yes. Because her press briefings were a thousand times better than anything that had been happening in 2020 up until that point. Yes. Yeah. She was uh, pretty immaculate. She was a great soldier for him. She was fantastic. And yeah, he doesn't um, he doesn't have any like loyalty to anybody, which is fine. Like, I get it. But the being an a-hole and going after people works when you're talking about like Comey or Christopher Ray or you know, CNN, but it doesn't, like, when you do it about people that worked for you and were great when they worked for you and have never said a bad thing about you because they said you're only 25 points up in a poll, like, it just, it doesn't seem, like, in proportion to say, like, the rhinos and the globalists can have her. Like, I don't know. It just seems crazy to me, but. What else you got? Um, have you heard of this TikToker, Mizzy? At all? No, I don't think so. So he's a British TikToker, this black kid, and he's um. Oh yeah, I do. He does yeah, pranks. He's, he's caused trouble breaking people's quote, houses unquote. and stuff like that. He but his pranks are like, yeah. yeah. He recently hijacked a train. He went into the train control room. Oh, okay. Uh, he's yeah. an a hole. I saw him on with Piers. Morgan. Yeah, he's a huge a hole. And then he like pulled the race card, saying that like people react differently to his pranks because he's black. Like, uh, no, I, it's because you're. A, a... Hopefully, he gets hit by a train. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I I'm so sick of kid, young people trying to shock me. He's just an a hole. Well, yeah, and like, I, yeah, I, you can only do that in England if you have breaking into people's houses as a TikTok prank in like Texas. You're gonna have a problem. Um, it's not going to work everywhere, but yeah, I, I think that, uh, the TikTok pranks have gone too far, <sighs> but, um, yeah, he's, he's been like arrested now, I guess. And I don't know, but Hey, what do you think? Uh, oh, by the way, did you see that? Um, did you see that, um, that, uh, Barcel hired that kid back? Portnoy did the N word guy. Yeah. He hired him to work for Portnoy's watch company. Oh, Interesting. Well, that's a way to like make the haters happy, but not offend Penn because they don't have anything to do with the watch company, right? Penn doesn't own the watch company, do they? Um, that's just Portnoy. No, they don't. That's right. But it still seems like a stick it. You know. Well, yeah, but you know, you can't like. What are the regulators going to go after Penn for somebody who owns a lot of Penn stock also owning another company where he hired somebody who once said the N word in a song? Like, I don't, 
you know, it, at some point it gets like too convoluted, but I do think that it will shut up the people who like call him a sellout and all that stuff. Because it's like he made it right for the guy yeah, I guess that he so. fired. I guess so. I guess so. I had another thing I wanted to run by you. And okay. But, but if it's going to step on you, then I won't. No, go ahead. Because it, it can stand up. It's, it can stand up till tomorrow. Okay, go ahead. What do you think, Tim Scott? Right. You like him good enough, right? I like him good enough. Yeah, sure. Um, VP. He's running for vice president. Well, is it disqualifying at all for you that he's not married and has no kids as a presidential candidate? Um, is it my like preference? Not necessarily, but like neither is Trump's family situation. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but Trump has kids. Yeah, with three women, and he's cheated on like everybody that he's been married to, pretty much, right? Right. So he's not like a right, good, like but so. It's not like he knows Tim how to Scott like. Is I mean, really Trump... religious and not married. Well, okay, okay, but wouldn't it... you know? Like, and okay, I just want to run up by you. Somebody was somebody had mentioned it the other day. Maybe it was Michael. No, Moles. I mean, I do know a lot of people. Uh, it it's come up and people talk about it. I I don't think it's like more disqualifying than that than like the Trump stuff necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, people's personal lives don't always reflect their policy views. Right. And, you know, and, like, if you're going to make an exception, like, the mo I've mostly heard that coming from Trump people, which, ah. like, I don't, you, and, and I get it, Trump has kids and Tim Scott doesn't, so but that's fine, but, like, he doesn't have any kids out of wedlock either. True. You know, he doesn't have kids he's abandoned and isn't paying child support for, like Hunter <laughs> Biden. You know what I mean? I just, like, in the scheme of not living up to the standards of, like, the ideal of a Western civilization family life, like, I, I think that's, like, one of the less offensive things. You know, and people are part of this country, too, who don't have kids. And I, I understand the the idea that, like... Oh, it's like, but if you don't have kids, then how can you like care about the future generations? But, you know, I, I think the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Like, that's the type of stuff that leftists say when they want to talk about climate change or whatever. Right. Like that, like, oh, the kids, the future generations, they're the ones that are going to have to live with this. Well, real like, leftists aren't having kids anymore because of climate. Yeah, because they're the, going to have to live with all the consequences of all this. Like, bubbles. You know, like or Eli, wars. why do they right. bring? How can you, you bring think Eli's parents that wonder like wonder this. if it was a good idea to bring Eli into this world? <laughs> he had to be through wars and bubbles and kick the can. Uh, Alice, what is the hot sauce? The hot sauce is Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Uh, they bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Line, where you can leave messages and we'll play them on the show. <laughs> Alice, this is a hate crime against my CPAP. <laughs> I can't breathe, Alice. <laughs> Boy, you know, when my CPAP gets unplugged, I just yank the thing off my head and I don't bother with it the rest of the evening. I wanted to thank you both for the empty camera shot of Tom's chair while he tried to access Alice's computer. Did I looking for <laughs> that was in the Patreon show. Somebody typing in questions so he could answer them because <laughs> Alice left the room. Yeah, she, well, she left the house. Alice's children can't leave her alone for ten minutes, and a, and Tom can't leave Alice alone for ten minutes. What? Alice, I feel for you. What? I thank do you. have to capitulate to Tom on one thing though, and that is. I've had mayonnaise with French fries, and it is really good. Good man. Sorry. Does not belong on a meatball sub. Incorrect. Hot, fresh French fries. It's pretty delicious. There used to be a restaurant in, Cle in not in Cleveland Circle, in Brookline Village. Not Brookline Village. Um, what's it, Where's, like, Milton's in... What's that called in Brookline? It's where Kraft lives. 
Anyway, you guys know what I mean. Um, Robert Kraft, that is. Not the mac and cheese people. Chestnut Hill? Chestnut Hill, yes. Okay. I only know that because you said Milton's. Right. Chestnut Hill Square, Chestnut Hill. So um, there used to be a South place Shore called... South Shore Plaza. Yep. Arlington. Palm Frites there. And I know mm-hmm. that you speak French. What is Palm Frites? French fries. Exactly. And all they did was serve French fries with all different sauces. Me and Jimmy, mm-hmm. being French fry connoisseurs, went there in 1995 and actually were made to feel somewhat nauseous because we had so much grease. <laughs> um, but there was nothing you said that is that it needs to be addressed. What else did you say? Dr. Cheswick. Um, bothering me with your CPAP in the night? CPAP, were you wrong? And then he said... The kids can't leave me alone. Tom can't leave me alone. She abandoned me. I tried to get... First of all, I think I I did the thing so you could see me in the split screen. Maybe I didn't. But um, are we releasing that? It's a a Patreon show. Okay. So it's up on Patreon. If you guys who aren't subscribed to Patreon want to see some horrifically bad uh, (laughs) content... (laughs) <laughs> that is right there. No, I did. I I started out hot actually, including talking fondly about another woman. Did you even see it? I did not listen to uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay. Hey Tom, this is Al up in New Hampshire. Hey Al. Hi, Al. I hope all is well. Hey, listen, I was um, listening yesterday to the mayonnaise talk, and yeah. while I also do enjoy mayonnaise, yep. um, the thought of mayonnaise on a Meatball sub. Oh, it's so good. Or mayonnaise <laughs> on a pepperoni pizza. Oh. Between you and I, Tom, that is just a cry for help. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's time. Just go over to McLean Hospital. I know. Um, I'm sure they have a section for whatever this is. Um, and they, they will get you the help you need. Um, and one other thing, you mentioned to Alice when she talked about mayonnaise, you mentioned she had no joy. Correct. Which is neither here nor there. That may be or may not be. I do think she's wonderful. But what she does Thanks apparently out. have, Tom, is taste buds. No. Um, McLean, <laughs> McLean's may be able to do something there for you as well. Uh, talk to you later. Incorrect. Al, that is incorrect. First of all, pepperoni pizza does, if it's a good pepperoni pizza with an inch and a half of beautiful grease on top with the pepperonis and it's flopping in, in wet, that piece <laughs> does not need mayonnaise. Mayo. Exactly. But as you work your way towards the handle, towards the crust, that's when mayonnaise needs to be Im- implemented. Hey, Tom. Steve from Gloucester. I'm hey, just Steve. wondering if you have signed up for Paige Sperniak's OnlyFans account. And if yes, is it more for a research project? Because I'm sure you'll have to explain that to Alice when it comes up on the banking account statements. Thank you. Bye. Paige Sperniak. This is a very interesting thing. She dated a guy and sent an, a topless picture to him. He then put it on the internet. As guys do. As guys do. She's now essentially uh, topless in almost everything she does. She's really kind of jacked that up a little bit to sell the OnlyFans thing. Like, How is she still feel violated by the first one, but not by doing it herself? I mean, she looks good in the... I'm told she looks good in the first one. I won't look at stolen and or things like that. Mm-hmm. Blackmail. But what gives? I don't know. Why is why is? I don't know. I try. I attempt not to be naked on the internet generally, so I don't really know. Those days are ending. Alex. <laughs> entire comprehensive. Although I was gonna say regarding um, Tom having to um, come up with an explanation for things, Tom was. Um, Implicated in the Ashley Madison scandal. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly right. I when was... they were hacked, mm-hmm. your uh, Boston Herald email address showed up in the hack. I used the Herald? Yeah, I guess I would have. Because you it, did it on yeah. the air as part of oh, a, so, a bit so, on the show. And the Herald, of course, the Herald loved getting the list of everybody. And then they went through, because the, they were going to blow everybody up for to use this content. Mm-hmm. And then they... Uh, the yeah, one of the the uh, editors that was the cheating over. on your spouse website. Yeah, one the of the editors rushed over to me and said, "Tom, I got to talk to you. Got to talk to you. It's really super important." They found your name. It was Joe Joe D. He has a bit of a Boston mm-hmm. accent. So they, I they believe found didn't your, your Connor name. like kind of make some oblique references? To, he did like, saying like I could ruin him. Or, oh, and I was stuff, hoping he but... would. I was <laughs> hoping he would. I it really was because I was ready to lawyer up. I was please, please do it, please do it. He didn't though. It sucks. So yeah, I am on. I'm a client. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah, I signed up on air, thankfully, and with the uh, 
with a yeah, you were like talking to the person who founded it or something yes, as an had... interview, and you were like, "So how do you do this?" Okay, yes. so I've entered my email and blah blah blah. So. And then when I asked for a credit card, so you card, did have a cover story. When it ended, when I asked for a credit card, I got out of there. I was like, uh, "No," but it didn't matter. The email took you, and then and so, but um, but I always thought it was ridiculous because if if they like fired me or somebody went after me or you like broke up, divorced with me, you, yeah. For that, I'd be so. Like mad that you think that if I cheated on you, that's how I would do it <laughs> with the cheating website. It's like you don't think I'd put some effort into it, you know, with cash and some kind of transaction. I'd be, I would have been more careful than. Let me just put my work email and my credit card into the cheating website. <laughs> they must have. They must be secure. Find. Let me see. Let me make sure they're secure. Find the motorcycle in the pictures. All right, that one. That one. That one. That checks out. Yeah. Nothing can get around this security. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, one more show tomorrow, correct? Today is Wednesday. I don't even know. I'm like, I've been so slammed at work. I'm like, out of my mind. I've lost days. Um, yeah. So there's another show. Well, you've tomorrow. lived through wars. Yeah, I feel like I've lived through wars. And you've lived through uh, bubbles, right? I've lived through. Wars, bubbles. Website replatforming. Website and... replatforming. You've lived through, you've kicked, you've, well, we kicked, well, my people The difference the is I get paid, Eli. Just a hint. For my trouble, people give me money. Not as much as I feel I deserve, but that's true of everybody, I guess. Burnbarrelpodcast.com. Say la vie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.